0: Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly, a big thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Francesco Cusumano. As always, thank you for your support. And of course, all of our other wonderful patrons who allow us to continue doing everything we do with the podcast and website. Your support is greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated appreciate it. So thank you all so, so much. Okay, Andy, so uh, Roma, they win 1-0. to And I don't know if you agree or or not with this, but that was the most relaxed I think I've ever been for any 1-0 to match in my entire life for Roma. Mm -hmm. At no point did I feel even remotely worried that they were going to concede. And I cannot even begin to tell you when the last time I actually felt this way was. Because... Yes, there were a couple of nervy moments, particularly in the first half. I thought uh, Patricio, he, made a, he had that one really, really good save in the first half. Came up big. They I guess they could have scored on that. But ultimately, Sampdoria, they they end the match with an XG of – I mean, depending on which website you looked at. I mean, all of them, I believe, had them under 0.5. So mm-hmm. not exactly uh, threatening from an attacking sense. I thought uh, – in the midfield they were horrible Sampdoria uh, Gianpaolo slowly turning into Eusebio Di Francesco mm. in the sense of you know how did he ever make it to this sort of level kind of like Di Francesco and the uh, Champions Yeah, but League, the, the Versa didn't,
1: didn't do much better I don't No I, but uh, de, de, Sampdoria but are be- getting Sampdoria are getting to the level of teams that you hate which is teams that are not bad enough to be bottom of the barrel relegation side and compete for anything Europa related, right? I mean they they're just they're just there. They're just one of those Serie A teams that will keep on being in Serie A team in in Serie A because other teams are worse than they are. Even though every year it seems like I think since what since like Gianpaolo's second year or so where they were really good. Um, or at least they were mildly good this time around. It's just total crap. Yeah, well, listen, the Versa was never
0: a guy who you were never going to play champagne football under him anyway. It was shithouse, uh, sit back with 10 and then hit you with one miraculous uh, counterattacking goal, which is basically what he did with Parma in Gervinho. That's and it worked, how he, yeah. And, yeah, and it, well, worked. it did work. Giovanni and, that's how and it. Cornelius, yeah. Yeah, who are, t- who are about to win a, a, a trophy in, in Turkey, Turkey, by the way. Yes. And, by, and uh, by Bruno a, Perez, by, Brunetto Perez. Yeah, by a wide margin, by the way. Uh, and I thought Roma, I mean, not that they demolished them, but they handled Travors Pretty okay, yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty uh, handily. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're about to uh, run away with the the, the the Turkish Championship, I don't know what, I don't know what that says. Um, and if you Google them right now, uh, Cornelius, who, if you remember, he with Atalanta, I believe it was, didn't he have that world class like back, yeah. he, like some crazy goal that? Yes. Never again will he ever replicate. For and his then long, he disappeared. Yeah. Yes. And then he, he did, and then he disappears. But. Anyway, I thought I thought Sampdoria were terrible. Their midfield particularly just uh, abysmal. But I never was even remotely worried again about them conceding. And I don't know what that speaks to. It probably speaks to more just – I don't know. Maybe we're just so used to heartbreak that something like what we witnessed yesterday doesn't even begin to phase us. But for me at least, I think it speaks to defensively in my opinion – the work and the strides that Mourinho has made with this group. And, and it's kind of funny because if you look at it, it's, it's not as if you compare the starting defensive now to the one, uh, you know, September, October, November, that was just leaking goals for fun. Uh, it's the same guys. <laughs> it's the same guys. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the tactical change to three at the back, I think that has benefited every single Person in the team. I can't think of one guy who has really suffered. Maybe if you want to say Zaniolo, but it's not as if when they were playing in the 4 2 3 1, he was scoring bags of goals anyway. I think he's just going through a difficult period. But as far as yesterday evening goes, there was never one moment where Rome, in my opinion, looked like the inferior side. I thought for all 90 minutes, they were clearly the better team. Right. And again, defensively, and, and I, I also have to say beyond the tactics, there is clearly a shift in mindset because I'm watching Rick Karsdorp and his output from a defensive point of view. And if I were to compare that to, let's say the match against like Milan at home in October, it's two different players with two different mindsets. For me, that's probably the biggest thing in all of this. It's not even necessarily about individuals. This is about a collective, clearly giving a significantly higher level of effort, in my opinion, now than they were a few months ago.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is about. Well, it's about putting individuals in in a position to to succeed on an individual level, but also the the team as a whole responds to whatever it is that Mourinho told them after that Juve game where they collapsed that was remember we came on here and I said that you know if there is if there is a positive in this just mesmerizing clusterfuck of a game is that perhaps this can be the game where the t- team takes a, a long hard look in the mirror and says you know what we cannot be this bad we have to react and what you got is a reaction those that 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 stretch of games where i remember people were un, unsatisfied you know with with, with verona with uh, sassuolo even with spezia where you know people didn't get a sense that this was this is part of the process everything is part of the process and the team is responding to to what the manager is telling them to do the manager found a way to to, to put uh, certain players in a position to succeed compared to a few months ago. He came up with alternative solutions like Zaleski. He came up with, with uh, you know, by integrating somebody from the outside like Sergio Oliveira, putting him right into the mix of things. Um, the defense looks more solid. The goalkeeper is doing his job. It you know it's it's not a it's not a a, a well well oiled machine just yet where everything is just you know just hitting the spot you know it's this is still a, a a team that is a work in progress and will be a work in progress that's the point of it but what we're seeing is a team that is growing in personality you know the the the, the fact is that for several weeks even months the problem and and this is something that has been an issue with Roma always. They have always had an identity crisis. That's what basically is the reason for a lot of the slumps that Roma find themselves in, is the fact that they reach a point during the season where they, you, you basically cannot recognize them. And worse yet, they cannot recognize themselves. And uh, they play without spirit, without hunger, without commitment. Um, now we're seeing the opposite. We're seeing a team that is is growing more familiar with each other. A team that is looks way more engaged, um, even in games where, like yesterday, you know, it's not it's not champagne football. I think the Marassi Stadium is one of the most atrocious footballing displays on earth. Whenever I turn on uh, the, the the TV to look at that stadium. And uh, the atmosphere at that stadium and the the just the look of the pitch, I get p t s d from yeah all you Yeah, you don't go ter-
0: there for the beauty no. of it you go there for the atmosphere, no. and that's it
1: exactly the only thing you can hope to see at the Marasi stadium is the bold spot on on Quagliarella's head um which doesn't yeah. disappoint yeah. and uh and it's uh, so it's not exactly this is not a team that is has reached its full potential. I don't even know what the full potential of this team is Um, because as we said many, many times, this team lacks something that they're not going to just make out of thin air. This is a team that will struggle, that will have to find uh, like, like Zaleski who is an alternative solution. They'll have to find more of those to keep on going. Um And, so it's not exactly like we're looking at a finished product, but we're seeing uh, a team that is really trying to make the best of a situation where it was really difficult. After that Juve game, I don't think many people um, gave this team a shot anymore. And uh, I certainly didn't. I certainly uh, had a few doubts regarding whether they can they can react. Because I thought if there is somebody that can uh, react, it, it is Mourinho. I didn't know whether the team uh, has it in them, uh, but I'm I'm positively surprised that somebody like Mikitarian can look just as convincing as he does at 33. I, somebody like Smalling, who you know, again, some a player that has been rumored to to not be on the same page with Mourinho and all the speculations can they get along can uh, uh, you know is he is he going to leave this season because uh, again there is this manager um who didn't have him play during his days at Manchester United which is not true but whatever uh there he goes you know uh, uh, a complete defender just, just incre- incredible Performances consistent. These, there are these players: Mkhitaryan, Smalling, um, Rui Patricio, who are the backbone of this team. Then there are those players like Pellegrini, like Abraham, who gave you that kind of excitement that that you need, and they they and and can help make a difference. And then you have those players like you just said: Carragher, uh, Zaleski. Uh, yes, it was again Cristante and Sergio Oliveira who. Uh, out of nowhere you know they they contribute too and 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 they contribute in a way that allows you to win and um it was as you said it was a it was it was a game without any thrills it was a game that you know i mean it i was still i think it was still a better display than the than the derby d'italia which was atrocious um so it that says a lot about Italian football when uh Roma yeah. Sampdoria <laughs> Roma is better than than Juventus Inter. But that's the whole point, is I don't think that we're gonna see a team that that is uh is a force to be reckoned with till the till the end of the season. We're gonna see a team. That will fight no matter what. That will put in the work. Th- these are not effortless performances. You know, like yesterday. Sure, it may look easy in in theory. You look at the stats. You look at uh, the chances that that Sampdoria created, and you think to yourself, "Well, this is you know." But this, these are these are not wins that are granted. These are not results that are granted. Roma still put a lot of effort. It takes a lot of effort out there. Uh, it takes. Tammy Abraham to get a, a proper knock on the shoulder. Uh, it takes Cristante to again put another performance of a lifetime. Um, it takes uh, Nicola Zaleski again putting a great performance to to get results. Um, but that's the whole point. We wanted to see a team that reacts. I think that's the most important part about this. Is that they may not be the Harlem Glo- Globetrotters, but they are, they're working their asses off. They they have their manager's confidence. They are uh they are putting a lot for, a lot of effort into these recent performances, um, and I think the plan is to just keep on going, um, without slowing down because there is just no time for it. Uh, and I think they are enjoying also the challenge of it. You know, the, you you entered this unbeaten streak, you keep on going. You want to test yourself. You know you've been labeled as crap. You've been labeled as great. You've been labeled as as uh, as terrible. You know we've gone through this roller coaster of uh, of emotions with this Roma, and and from a media standpoint, from a fan standpoint, they've heard everything. They've been they've been praised. They've been shot on. Everything. So they just want to see what they can do until the very end of the season. Um, I, you know, again, if there is something that we can take away from a match like Sampdoria Roma, is that this team uh, has, I think, finally understood that they need to, they need to, they need to hold themselves accountable. And uh, right now they're playing without any excuses, and that is very uh, pleasing to see. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop
0: that was Rui uh, Patricio's 13th clean sheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paulo Lopez, all of last season. In the season. league, right? In the league. Yes, in the league. Okay. Paulo Lopez last season, four clean sheets in 29. Or I'm sorry, in 21. 21. Are you going to keep on <laughs> dancing on yeah, Paul so Lopez's I, grave I mean, that just like... says it all. And again, we could find some really fantastic takes. Even at the time, I was still... Just missed the fun as to how people could take issue with uh, getting. Rui Patrício,
1: another Mirante. That's always gonna take the just the the cherry on top, you know. Yeah,
0: I, I mean it's unbelievable. Zelevsky too. I, I mean the guy does more in three starts than Calafiori has done in three years. Now I do feel bad in bringing that up simply because we oh man we know Calafiori <laughs> he he dated uh, his his ACL. And that obviously took some time for him to recover. But I just look at Zaleski in this. And it's interesting, too, because I think the way he moves, his movement is so intelligent for somebody so young. And that is what Vinha, in my opinion, lacks. I just think tactically he's two or three levels above Vinya. And with, we know, Spina Zola coming back slowly but surely. I'm curious to see if maybe Mourinho can find a way to get him out on the right because the prospect of Ainsley Maitland-Niles, who many forget is even alive, let mm-hmm. alone a member of Roma. Yeah. I think that is uh, an appetizing prospect because I think he can bring something a bit more different than Karsdorp. Uh, very good with both feet too, by the way. I think he's been so fantastic to watch him grow like this. And yeah. you mentioned about um, Mourinho and and some of the players, and I don't, I, I don't want to RKO our good friend uh, Sandro Austini any further. But can we talk about <laughs> as to what happened the other day? <laughs> I, oh, okay. For those who don't know, because I, I, I think if if you are not a if you, if you don't listen to the Italian radio, if you're not listening to Teleradio Stadio, you, you probably were lost and maybe a bit miffed as to why Mourinho seemed to just hit out randomly at uh, our good friend Sandro Alstini, who he's been on this podcast a number of times. I don't even know how far back you have to go to find the episodes, but it's been a while since we've had him on. But, but um, he didn't hold back. At all, he was basically telling Ale that you know you have no problem criticizing and being a bit aggressive on radio, but when you are here in front of me during the, the press conference, you you, mm. you get the straw tail, you you piss yourself, you wet your mm. pants, so to speak.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, a- you and again,
0: <laughs> yeah, if if you're not listening to Teleradio Stadio, Stereo, you you probably have no. Clue as to the significance of this. So I, there wasn't, there were a couple of controversial things he said lately. But sounds uh, he he's been like this the last couple of years. I, I I kind of joked the one time he's slowly morphing into the skinny, uh, uh but non bald version of uh, Galopera Ricardo Angelini. <laughs> yes, who. We don't have enough time to get deep in, into his background. Just
1: another media personality. Yeah. Yes, that's probably
0: the easiest way to say it. So, mm-hmm. so for those of you who don't know Sandro, he, he, he writes for e Tempo. He appears on Teleradio Stereo. I, I don't know if this is the case, but mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think the thing that set him off was, and, and it made the rounds uh, on social media over the past few days. I think you favorited it too. Andy about what he was saying, what Sandro said about the conference league. If Roma were to win it, it was basically his way of saying, let's be cautious. And I'm probably being even a bit generous in my interpretation of it. He was saying there's no, the competition in the conference league is not great. That's what he was saying. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. And he alluded to the fact that if Roma were to win the Conference League, how can I, how can I put it generously, with, without taking, without <laughs> maybe using too much hyperbole? He wasn't saying that it would be not a big deal, but I think he was trying to perhaps forewarn people into yeah. maybe making more of it than what it actually is. Yeah. Now. This can be a nuanced conversation, in my opinion. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Is that true? I mean, just by definition, of course, the Conference League is not going to have teams in it that are as good as the Europa League and the Champions League. It's like, well, duh. You know, We understand that. Yes. Um, But I don't think it would be – I don't think it would not be a big deal. It would be a big deal. Um, For those of you new here, don't Google how many European trophies – Roma has because the Google uh the, the search will be down. very quickly. Yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah, will yeah, break yeah down. it'll break it'll yeah, and Palo Alto, they'll they'll have some issues. Yes. Um they don't have any. So I, I wholeheartedly disagree with him from the fact that it wouldn't be a big deal because it would be. Now, again, uh, you know, it's not it's not at the stature of the the, the Champions League Europa League. We understand that, but I, I mean this is a Roma that struggles in tournaments where the trophy is a bonsai tree. Okay, so if we're just going to dismiss the conference league, then I, you know, I think we need to slow up mm-hmm. uh, and relax a little bit, one step at a time. Okay, but I, hey, I, I was genuinely
1: to... excited about the bonsai tree when we won it against the Real Madrid on penalties. Mm, exciting stuff. Yes, um, I, I was the little
0: miffed when uh, Mourinho said, you know, we only like to talk about the negative aspects here. Why do we never talk about anything positive, like Zalewski, Cristante? Part of me wanted to be like, are you new here, man? Where that, Where have you been? Have you ever read a single interview of Fabio Capello? I mean, all the guy does is just <laughs> shit on Roma. Yeah, the yeah uh, he know, makes kind of money like, by,
1: by saying... Every week, oh, it's so terrible to live in Rome and just work in Rome. It's just terrible, terrible. It's terrible, and he makes two million for saying that. Yes, so. I, I mean his rants on the ambiente, and granted, Roma. that's great. I mean, we've seen, I, 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 I want to say six coaches in the last. Uh, 10 years that have said how terrible (laughs) it is to work under pressure in this place where everything exactly, as Munoz said, gets turned into something negative. Even the good things are all of a sudden... So, Zalewski plays. Does that mean that Spinazzola will not have a place in this team in the future? Yes, yes. we automatically go to the negative...
0: Aspects of a uh, of a certain point, as opposed to looking at the more positive aspect. And yes, I so I I I was a little surprised by that because part of me wanted to be like, well, yes, it's been this way for a very long time, man. Um, that's I mean, that's no shock to anybody. But having said that, um, I, I did kind of feel bad that he had to uh, RKO Ale from the top rope and basically mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that I mean, finish so it up with a people's that was- elbow. On uh-huh. his uh, uh, corpse, yes, and then toss was, it into the the, the, the diaper. It was or like. pretty bloody. Yeah, it was pretty. It, bloody. it uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't good. I, I don't know if it. Now people always <laughs> and and I feel bad because he's he's he takes it on the chin. I think a bit too, too much, <laughs> and I tell him this a lot. You know, man, you, you may be short, but you got to be able to. You know, <laughs> punch back. It's okay. Um People always like to play that one juxtaposed to what Totti said during his exit, where we we know what he said. I don't need to rehash that one. He had a go at mm-hmm. Ale too. But um I guess I was just a bit surprised because if I mean and it's not just Ale who does this. I mean, you could find dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and do- I mean, I mean, open up Corriere dello Sport. And it's generally most of the time, it's negative stuff. Um so I, I guess I just because he's a friend, I, I suppose I just take issue with him having a go at uh, at at, at on this. But having said that, I mean, what did you make of the whole thing? Because for me, I mean, I, I even saw okay, and this is how I know it's a big deal when I saw like the ESPN English account. Oh, everybody picked it up. Yeah, p- yeah. P- picking it up and. In fairness, they did, you could tell they put it into a translator because they did get a, a, a bit generous uh, <laughs> with some of the translations. Uh, they they gave it a bit of leeway because he, he did use the word violence, but he didn't really mean that, you know, Ali's like showing up with a loaded nine uh, millimeter pistol mm-hmm. while he's no, no, uh, no, no, no. doing rants on the radio. So I, I think they could have found some better uh, uh, words to maybe <laughs> express the point that he was trying to make. But... Did you think it was a big deal? Because I kind of roll my eyes at this stuff because if you're not ingrained in dealing with Roma... Every season, every week, every mm-hmm. match This may seem like a big deal for me. It's not a big deal, but uh, of course, when you know you see the ESPN English account picking it yeah, up. Well, and well, Mourinho. So I mean, I think yeah, it would right. happen.
1: I mean, what did what did Spalletti do? You know, the, the 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 difference is now that that Mourinho has the fan base behind him. Spalletti was 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 doing these things. Uh, I mean. And and with with a lot of journalists, especially one from Corriere dello Sport, uh, he he would get really you know get into it, um, because it would it would it would be getting to him. The, all the the talk, the criticism, the 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 speculation about certain choices, it gets to you, Mourinho. The difference is that he has a fan base behind him, you know, the he has this sort of charisma, um, compared to somebody like Spalletti who absolutely. Uh, has the charisma of a sociopath? Who uh, right. still I love yeah. him. I love him. But I mean, but, the most but, interesting
0: thing of him is he uh, he he raises ducks. Yeah, that's but
1: about it. ducks and chickens. Yeah, and but but the thing is that uh, Spalletti, you know, has the charm of a sociopath, and 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 also just is not exactly a people pleaser. Meanwhile, Mourinho speaks directly to the fans' hearts, and so. When he says something like this, he'll get the backing and he reads the room perfectly, perfectly. Because the what he said to Austini was in regards to every time that a journalist like Austini has doubted um, the, the work that Mourinho has been. Austini and many others were... You know, two months into into Mourinho's job, we're, they were, uh, questioning say, it already. we're saying, yeah. you know, this is this is not good. This is not the right coach. This coach needs to go. This this is going no place. You know, this team is done for. Blah blah blah. And you should and, parade Galopeira in there, because, yeah. Sure, I mean, you, of, I mean, everybody, that
0: guy, that, that Ufus has been um, uh, every, he's been but talking the, bad of him yeah, since but, day but one. The,
1: but the thing is, it, it goes beyond that, you know. It, and and I mean, our Patreon group chat is a perfect display of that. It, wonderful people who are absolutely losing their shit every time there is a result. Like every time Roma plays, there is a difference of opinion. Like, oh, now a we're good, good now we're the, bad. The, now the we're former good. former
0: priest, man, uh, Gentile,
1: yes. uh, he tweeted, not a
0: good start in the third minute. Antonio. Yes. My, I, my going
1: to have a heart attack the, if that's how you view it, man. But that's the but that's the thing is is that it translate that 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 works on a bigger scale in in the media and and Mourinho is you know is known for interacting with the media and and he keeps an eye out on it and so I think this was a response of a manager who's really into his work right now. He's he's doing something. He feels he's doing something. At the beginning of the season, you could sense. That there was a disconnect. There was a disconnect in in between P- Mourinho and the players. There was, I think, a sort of like a, a cultural clash, um, cultural shock, whatever you may call it. But it just it felt like there was a disconnect um, that was getting in the way of of the results that the team should should have been uh, obtaining, and uh, along the way, now you feel like both players and coach are on the same page and the coach is really invested the players are really invested in what they got going on um, and as I said this is, these are not easy results these are not games that come easy for Roma Roma need to work their asses off every game so it's not like they can just cruise, cruise by um, we saw how difficult it was against Vitesse in a match where Roma took it easy that's, that's probably the closest you've come in these recent weeks to taking it easy and almost paying for it, right? Um, this, so all this buzz, all this noise, I think Mourinho has a perfect understanding that these things can really get into a team's head, especially when you start talking about a situation involving Zagnolo, all that crap. That can get to you if you're not mentally strong. And Mourinho knows who he's dealing with in terms of players' mentality, right? And uh, because if 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 he doesn't, then who who else? Um. So he knows he reacted like that because he wants to keep the unit together. He wants to f- have the fans behind him. He wants to have the players with him. He doesn't care about the media, right? Uh. And 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 that's. That's that. That's the bottom line. Is that we've seen? Yeah, sure. We've seen this happen before, but Mourinho has that something about him where it all goes into his favor, right? Everybody buys into it. And listen, I've I've seen other coaches struggle, um, and. To see somebody like Mourinho sort of take that on and and just you know confront it head on um, is okay by me. Uh, the The important thing is that the team stays together because these the next the next final weeks of the season again are, are should not be taken for granted um, because this Roma team doesn't play effortlessly. This Roma team plays with everything they got. That's why they play now they're finding a formula now they found this starting 11 that works for them and they're going to keep on using it and guys like uh Sharawi, Shamurodov, and and so on and so on i think they can only hope to get those final 10 15 10 minutes because really that's not um they're not they're not creeping their way into the starting 11 this is it no. this is what, wor- what works for roma This is the unit that works for Roma. This is the unit that understands what Mourinho wants. They're in it. They're doing it. So it just it won't it won't change. I don't at least I don't see it changing. Bottom line is Mourinho knows what the material that he's working with. And he knows the fragility of it. He knows how fragile these guys are. We've seen it ourselves, but he knows it even better because he's there. He sees them every morning in training. So he knows that. Even the slightest noise can, you know, can just can just top it all down. So the important thing is to have these guys under control, to have these guys just motivated from game to game, um, and and again to have yesterday another clean sheet, another 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 game where you look solid, where you don't look bothered uh, when you win with effort. Because sometimes it's better to win with effort, to be tired at the end, even if you won one to zero um, in the fashion that Roma yesterday did, by creating very little, but still, that that gives you an immense boost. Um, hey, especially now they were getting su- suiting up and getting ready to visit uh, our good friend Tor in um, in the yeah. in the distant uh, Norwegian snowy land.
0: Well, that, that's a perfect way to end. Win or lose, like one, in Norway, Conference League, I think they win. you know
1: what forget we're not doing this but (laughs) no but but, there is no other way i mean it's just you know i I don't even want to i don't even want to see a scenario where they lose again in that stadium the stadium where mancini notoriously walked out and in the middle of a snowstorm said this is what we get for being shit last season
0: (laughs) yeah and the thing too is i know it's easy to just rewind back to november but I mean, in so many aspects, this team is just so drastically, radically, whatever synonym for those you can find. Right? It, it, it's not even remotely close to the same team.
1: No, it's not. This is you know, uh, as I've said before, there was a, the, there was clearly a disconnect before, and I think even when we go back to that Bodo game, the fact that Mourinho for that game just and and remember after afterwards we we came on that. Six to one, you know. Just what can you do? We laughed at it because, I mean, the guy fielded what eight eight bench players, and sure, they let they conceded only two goals, I believe. So not too bad, but still, that shows you just uh, how how different the approach was at that time. How different the mentality was at the time. The the coach was almost provoking. His players. By doing that, he was almost provoking them, you know. Here, you want you want some game time here. Knock yourselves out, right? Um, and and he had the last laugh. So because uh Reynolds gone, VR, Borhamaira gone, Calafiori, gone, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh now it's different. Now this is a team that is working from game to game. This is the same team. There are, the rotations are mostly the same. It's it's solid. There is a sense of unity that was not there. You are not hearing M- M- Jose Mourinho talk about Juan Jesus and Bruno Perez. Mind you, did you notice that? <laughs> Do you remember the good old days where yes. he would go on in front of a microphone and say, oh, Napoli, have Juan Jesus. Right, <laughs> like right. Said, Or, you know, like, oh, you know, we I could have used Bruno Perez. Um, so th- th- those days are gone. There was a clear change in in the atmosphere i don't know if some you know there are even speculations about Joao sacramento I remember the how how he left out of the blue and and salvatore Forti coming in i don't know the, the 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 thing is that there is a feeling of of unity of of camaraderie um that that wasn't there before that makes you wish and hope for a much better result this time around uh, in uh, in in snowy oil, oil driller town. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I mean I agree they should. I mean this is going to be completely different as uh, as their manager said a couple of weeks ago. I mean this is just two drastically different teams than the ones we saw all those months ago. So. We will leave it there. We will, of course, be back after the Conference League match on Thursday later this week. So thank you so, so much for tuning in, and we'll chat in a few days. Until then, ciao. Ciao.